0: I know you can be overwhelmed, and you can be underwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? Whelmed, 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 whelmed? I think you can in Europe. Hi, welcome to Whelmed. I'm Rorschach Everdeen, and I'm coming to you from a place with slightly better sound quality than my bed. It's a place with some carpeted walls and a big-ass microphone. So here's hoping this time you can hear me a little bit better. So this is a podcast all about science that is neither too big nor too small. It's neither overwhelming nor underwhelming. It hits that sweet spot right in the middle. It's perfectly whelming. (laughs) So if you're joining us for the first time, let me tell you why I decided to talk about whelming science. I got really sick of hearing about gravitational waves. And also medical breakthroughs, cancer research, new generation exoskeletons, new drugs for cholesterol, and the list goes on. These things are all very important and probably each of them represent the pinnacle of scientific and human achievement and whatever, but in my opinion they sweep a lot of really fun smaller studies under the rug. I'm talking about studies where the picture isn't so big, where they focus on small questions and they find small, whelming answers. I think this is where science really shines in its ability to apply the scientific method to answer small questions that relate to our everyday lives. So, today I have a special co presenter. I have Nate from Communicating Science. Hi. How are you today? Uh, a little disappointed, actually, to be honest. I thought I was
1: going to be coming and hanging out in your bed under the um, under the duvet. So <laughs> under the duvet. I've got to say, I look. I, I do have my Uggs and and my uh, and my trackies with me. Yeah, no, but I, um, I do notice that you're dressed in flannel. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. No, no, I'm I'm very Scooby happy. Scooby Doo you. as well. It's oh. very. <laughs> Look, I, w- I was going to wear my uh, my My little pony ones, but, you know...
0: You were First
1: impressions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> brony all the way. So, Nate, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. So, um, so I'm a scientist. I'm a meteorologist and a science communicator now. And uh, at the moment, I'm working with a project called Communicating Science, which is just a, um, a little short project trying to bring some, uh, some interesting science stuff to people during their commute. Just like, you know, a one-stop shop for places you can go for something to fill 10 minutes of your journey. Oh, okay. What was the latest thing that can fill ten minutes of a journey? Oh, geez. Well, look, we we post twice a day, so there's tons and tons of stuff. But um, I know uh, something that I thought was pretty interesting was uh, a video all about um global warming. But that just made it just really cut it down basically. So so. It's, here's all the stuff that's contributing, and here's all the stuff that's taking away the carbon, and when you add them all together, guess what? It's the exact same graph you've always seen.
0: So, oh, okay. yeah. That one graph. Yeah, that, <laughs> that we all stick, talk right? about often. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, last week we discussed missing teaspoons or mm-hmm. where, how quickly teaspoons go missing and whether it was Barry or Linda down the hall who was taking them, <laughs> <laughs> wretched Linda. Did you listen uh, to it? I did, I did. In fact, I think Communicating Science has uh, posted, reposted that oh. episode because um, we loved it so much. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So this week we're going to talk about Tinder. So for you listeners out there, do you use Tinder? Are you a bit of a swiper? And if so, why do you use Tinder. Well, never mind, because science has already supplied the answer, and I don't need to hear it from you, <laughs> so I already know why you use Tinder. Nate, do you use Tinder? I don't. I don't
1: actually even really understand what you it understand is. I understand there's is. something to do with swiping. Hmm. Um,
0: I, I Left or right, though, I don't you know. Uh, you don't know? No. Okay. No idea. Well, this will be a little bit fun, mm-hmm. since you're a Tinder virgin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why don't we just have a look at what Tinder is right now? Okay, okay. cool. So, Tinder is a, I guess it's a dating app, you would mm-hmm. say, although... We'll talk about that more later in our scientific research. Cool. So I should make it clear. It's not like I've
1: never heard of it. I just haven't used right. it myself. You're not yeah. so uncool that you've never no. heard of it. No. no, okay. you're, no. Still, you're
0: still hip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. You're getting long on the tooth, but Shut you're up. still hip. <laughs> right. So here we have Tinder and the main screen, mm-hmm. and people's profiles just come up, and... We can look a little down. Oh, them. there's some, okay, so some knees in a cockpit. <laughs> this is Cameron. He's 23. He's not into soy oh, <laughs> or
1: well, almond milk. Good to know. Yeah. I mean, very good to know. I mean, useful. I, I think soy, I mean, that's how I base my decisions, oh, look, relationship look. <laughs> decisions. This is how I find
0: potential partners. Yeah, I, soy. I, I
1: rank them on a soy index <laughs> of how
0: much they like or dislike soy. And he is completely awkward, weird, and quirky. Oh, bless. He's kind of tone deaf. Well, that's helpful. <laughs> Just <laughs> <Well, laughs> frankly, to, to know that on the, you know at the get go, that's really important. Well, it is really important. It's very honest of him. It is. So, you can view his pictures. I, I noticed that a lot of them do not actually feature him. Mm, they are just is that a good sign. Cityscapes and rock climbing walls. But you know the fact that he has a rock climbing wall there, I think it suggests that he's sporty
1: maybe maybe or that um he is some adversity that you will need to face <laughs>
0: so and then you can swipe nope uh, or <laughs> oh, it you puts can a big swipe red, like oh puts yeah. a big red nope right on his face right so i think for the fact that he's not into almond milk which is a passion near and dear to my heart i'm gonna say nope <gasps> oh
1: no and will
0: you ever see him again or is that him gone Never. from your life he's gone forever Wow, yeah,
1: harsh. Kind of like yesterday's trash. What if know, he changes his mind? Well, it lingers a little, a little bit and then it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, so you could pull him back if you went, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, can't do that. He's, oh, jeez. Okay. This is harsh. And so when you get a match, mm. um, they just show up here and you can start chatting. Oh, with sorry.
1: Them. You're showing me this really large list of people. Are you bragging right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can select from all of these people that love you. Yes, yeah, true. And then you can have a bit of a chit chat with them. So none of them threw you away. They all decided to keep you. Like yeah, we both the... decided to keep each other. Oh yes. So I, I when like I it. swipe right, which is like as you just saw, mm-hmm. I'll just show you that again. When you swipe right, like oh, I guess I'll just like him for like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you too. Why not? Is that why? Oh, shit! Dan, I think I've been super liking them this entire time. <gasps> What's super oh, like? damn it? Oh well. I'll have to deal with that later. <laughs> a, super, a super like, you can super like them, which is this blue star here. Oh. And when you click that, it it tells them that you've super liked them. So it's not anonymous anymore. They know that you've super liked them. Right. So it's like trying to get their attention. Like, love yes. me. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay, I think I'm on board. This, this okay. seems very simple. So it's swipe right
1: for like, swipe left for nope. So just nope. like, just like uh, in the old days
0: where people who were like left-handed, nope,
1: and we're just going to beat them.
0: Until yeah, that's a really good way to remember it. Yeah, Left yeah. is no. Yeah, you shouldn't date wrong. a left-handed person. No, no,
1: never. Because you have to
0: get two of everything. And do you know, usually they're smarter than the average person. Yeah, I hear yeah. that, but I think... We might have to look at that on the next episode. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I, feel. Yeah, that's true. I don't know the veracity of this claim. Um. All right, so today we are, in fact, talking about... Tinder and why people use it. And science has supplied the answer for why people use it. So this comes out of a study from the University of Amsterdam entitled Love Me Tinder, untangling emerging adults' motivations for using the dating application Tinder. The aim of this little intrusive study was to explore why people use Tinder, explore what their motivations are. In addition, they wanted to find out if this differed with age and gender. Uh, So you know, if it differed between you or I in age, Significantly. (laughs) Nice. Thanks, Roy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And to also find out if people's motivations were related to how frequently people use Tinder. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Hmm. Like if you're younger and you use it more, or if you're older and desperate, maybe you use it more. That kind of thing.
1: Older and desperate.
0: (laughs) Is that another dig back off? (laughs) So I'll come back to why they decided to look into this, Mm -hmm. uh, to tell you the context of it. But I want to go through first um, how they did it, so their method, and the results that they got exciting. Are you excited? I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> so the method that they used was obviously survey. It wasn't observation or experiment. They didn't peer over people's shoulders while they were using Tinder. But I think the most hilarious part of um, this entire study was how they found the participants for the survey. Hmm. And in their words, the sample was a convenience sample recruited through the network of two graduate students um, by publishing a link on their social network accounts during the fall of 2014.
1: Oh, okay. So, so,
0: so they they just got two popular people and said... They just got two of the young people from their research lab and they were just like, can you just tell your friends to do this? <laughs> just study? Facebook it? Yeah, your it friends look desperate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: I, I I don't know how I feel about that for sample gathering. Like, I mean, it's, it's not necessarily going to be a very... Well distributed sample, right? I would have thought if like friends of people that are graduates might or you know working in science might tend to not necessarily reflect nicely the
0: entire. Yeah, that world. that might be true, but they um, they did get a total of two hundred and sixty six people in the sample. So I guess that probably spread out to friends and then friends of friends and friends of friends, which I guess would be a normally distributed sample, which is a good thing in science. And so they were aged from 18 to 30. And of the initial sample, 61.3% had used Tinder at least once. So that's 163 people. Cool. Um, And they formed part of the study. So uh, a total—that means a total of 37.6 of the initial sample had never used Tinder, and 1.1% did not answer the question. That's three people. And considering that was probably the first question in the survey, those people are shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they even open the link? Yeah. <laughs> um, so those people who had never used Tinder were omitted from the study. So of the 163 people who had used Tinder at least once. Mm-hmm. Fifty nine were current Tinder users, and one hundred and four were former Tinder users.
1: Oh, ooh. former, as in, as in they would found yeah. their relationship and hadn't bothered anymore, or they just given up. I don't know. Maybe they've been spurned. Oh, yes. <laughs> or like, or, or they just ran out of people. Everyone swiped left on them. Like, and that's it Oh, it. that's a really sad tale. It is. I can just
0: imagine wretched Linda. Doing <laughs> that.
1: But look, if, if you do run out of Tinder, there's also Grinder, um, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and up, there are other options. Mm-hmm. Grinders only if you're gay though. Well, is it?
0: Yes. I don't, well, okay, sure. <laughs> we should redo one of these on a grinder one because oh, I don't really know that either. <laughs> uh, so the gender distribution: it was 83 male users uh-huh. and 80 female users. Mm, that's perfect. And the average age was 23.74. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've only got 2.6 of a year until my birthday <laughs> really. and uh, 62% were still attending at university they did a survey to this 163 people to find out why they use Tinder. Mm-hmm. And so um, I don't. they reported that filling out the survey took approximately 20 minutes. Oh, good. I, yes, I think it's really important <laughs> for everyone to know that, that it, it only is. took 20 minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah that the, yeah. it wasn't too imposing
0: on their time or anything. I, that's Thank God I would have stopped reading <laughs> had I seen that it took an hour. Look, oh, <laughs> yeah,
1: well, maybe, maybe they're just trying to say, like, well, guys, don't get too excited about the results. It was only 20 minutes. Like, it's fine. <laughs> what a weird thing to, like, report in <laughs> this. Is. In the article. Mm, and and the, the
0: room was a comfortable, like, 19.7 degrees. <laughs> and they were <laughs> hydrated yeah, the entire were. time. <laughs> so respondents did, and they wanted to make this very clear, respondents did not receive a monetary award or mm. course credits. Oh, good. Or course credits. all course Sweet. credits. Good. I'd hate to see university money being wasted. On, <laughs> on somebody's dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so the survey... It's all pretty simple stuff. They recorded their socio-demographic information, such as their gender and age, um, how often they used Tinder, if they were still using Tinder, like once a month, monthly, one to three times a week, four to five times a week, every day, and also whether the participants had met a Tinder match offline, so whether they'd gone on a date, and so that was a yes or no answer. Oh, and they were also asked how many Tinder one-night stands they had. Oh no! Oh, hold I wonder if like, they got a very conservative answer. That. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh no, no, nope. never. Wait, so so Tinder's
1: different from Grinder in that, like, I, I understand Grinder is pretty much all about you yeah, going out and getting your rocks off, right? Mm. Getting you know, like just dipping the tip, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, whatever euphemism you prefer. Um, but Tinder's not. Tinder's more about dating generally hmm well we're going to find that out toward the end right right yeah oh yeah right
0: that's the point of the study to figure out why people are using it (laughs) yeah got it sorry (laughs) paying attention go um and so after that they also asked a whole bunch of questions about their motivations for using tinder to do this they created an item pool so have you ever done a survey where you answer questions like um i believe in the sun Yes, I believe in the moon, yes. (laughs) And you go through all those like questions and some of them repeat themselves as well. Mm Kind of like if you've done any kind of personality testing. Yep, yep, yep. yep, Exactly like that. And um, it had 46 items uh, that reflected a variety of physical, social, and psychosocial motivations to use Tinder. And for each item, respondents were asked to rate how much they agreed with the statement on a scale from strongly disagree to strongly agree. Right. We do this stuff all the time, don't we? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Those scales annoy the heck out of me, but I understand.
0: They do. So I've got got the item pool here. I just want to read Some of them to give you an idea of what they asked. All of these are prefaced with, I use or used Tinder because. Okay. Okay. Item one, it is fun. (laughs) Yep. Item two, I enjoy browsing on Tinder. Item 24, I enjoy it because it's a pleasant activity when I'm relaxing.
1: (laughs) Nice.
0: Item 29, to exchange sexy pictures with someone. Um, which is funny because you can't actually send pictures on Tinder. So oh, but yeah. but you can
1: identify someone who you might use another platform to yes, send photos you can. on. Yeah, right. As as opposed to like just on Facebook, just just blasting it out into the world, <laughs> like just straight on your Facebook page. There's my
0: dick. <laughs> <laughs> like so, this lets you narrow down the field a little. Yeah. <laughs> Item thirty nine. So people can give me compliments about my appearance. Hold on, that that is a very weird.
1: Because only 39 year olds could answer that question anything other than strongly disagree. What? Wait, am I 39? Item 39. Oh, item 39. Oh, oh you said I'm 39. <laughs> 39. I was very confused. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm also a little deaf, as it turns out.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, crack on. Um, mm-hmm. Item 40, to feel better about myself. Item 43, it is cool. <laughs> All right, Tinder is hip, and I use it. Yeah. <laughs> and item forty-five to find someone to have sex with. Mm, classic, okay. really, really yeah. straight to the point with that one. Oh, item twenty-three for the kick. For the kick. <laughs> what, what does that mean? Tinder helped me give up heroin. Do <laughs> it for the
1: kicks. I, I was thinking that was like a very, very niche sort of um, sexual fetish thing. <laughs> like, oh no, I'm, I'm only here for kicks. <laughs> Punches.
0: Mm-mm. Mm, I like to be kicked. So. A really nice, swift <laughs> kick to the nuts. That's why I'm here. <laughs> That's what Tinder's for, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's right there in the name. Mm.
0: Okay, so this is all very exciting stuff, but wait till you hear the results because this is where things get particularly interesting. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) So almost half, uh, 45.5% had gone on a real life date following a Tinder match and 18.6% had a one night stand following a Tinder match.
1: Oh, nice. Wait, does that, are they separate things? Like would, would, if you had a one night stand, would you count that as a date? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Maybe for our people. It's very different. I would
0: tell people it was a date <laughs> <laughs> when nice. pressed. But awesome.
1: But only 18% having one-night stands. That seems some...
0: Um, I think that number's probably a bit conservative. Yeah, it seems a little low. I think a lot of people are embarrassed to say. Mm. It was just the tip. It didn't count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so although the offline dating experiences uh, were similar for men and women, men reported more one-night stands than women. Are we surprised? Wait, in real life? In real life. Oh, yeah. as a result of Tinder. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. It that's not surprising, is it? No. Men are dogs. Not. Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> so we next get into what people's motivations for using Tinder were. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this study is the real complexity of statistics they used. Now, I'm not a great statistician. I'll be the first to admit that. I'll be the second. Yes. Um, but <laughs> Thank I, you. No worries. I'm also not a great statistician at all. So I'm not even really going to try to tell you um, if the stats are right or wrong mm-hmm. or even discuss the stats at all because it is so horribly complex. <laughs> what I will do is I will read you some of the statistic um, experiments that they did and I want you to tell me if you've ever heard of them before. Okay. Right. I, uh, if, if it's mean, I've got it. Beyond that, ooh. Okay. Okay, let's see. All right. Kaiser Meyer Olkin's measure. No. Oh, they is did, that... They did one of them. Is there an antibiotic
1: for that? <laughs> I don't, it's there is. It's the
0: 2016. Have. <laughs> we have something for everything. And Bartlett's test of sphericity. Oh, how yeah.
1: spherical it is. Yes. That seems... Warm.
0: Mm, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. They also did a Varimax rotation. It sounds like a, okay. It sounds like a sexual maneuver. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I did the Barry Max. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Look, I have pulled a Hammy, but <laughs> and then they ran. They ran a parallel analysis, which is also known as an Egan value Monte Carlo simulation. Ooh,
1: mm, now, sounds very that, complex. The first bit of that is that EIN or E I N. No, they're like eigenvalue. Oh, eigen. Oh, I think I've heard of that. Oh, really? I don't know. What's mm. it for? I have no idea. <laughs> I have
0: no idea at all. Um, and then it just gets spiralingly more complex. They say things like these analyses are based on 1,000 random created data sets and that they had to mock 4,000 bootstrap samples and... I honestly don't know what it means unless it is actually referring to bootstraps. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, stay with me here. We had to go and buy
1: 8,000 shoes and then, wait, no, 2,000 shoes to get 4,000 bootstraps. It was very complicated maths. <laughs> and so after this,
0: oh, there's also a cronbax. <laughs> I got one of their Pokemon the other day oh did you yeah. I actually think it sounds like a tonic for what cures your ails. oh yeah okay <laughs> you got lumpy bones <laughs> Cronbach's tonic yeah, just two spoons in the morning
1: yeah
0: <laughs> but what I'm getting to is that I love this I love it because it is just so complexly statistical it just it actually overwhelms me how, <laughs> how much how much how much statistics are in here mm. and once you actually hear the results <laughs> which are very whelming I think you realize why did they do so many statistics (laughs) what is the deal so keep that in mind right okay so for people's motivations to use Tinder they grouped the motivations under different labels Mm -hmm. and so the first factor was ease of communication and this reflects the psychosocial need that's feelings of being more at ease when communicating online than offline with someone right perhaps being a bit socially awkward in real life but Mm -hmm. being a real fox on the tinder chat (laughs) right right. like
1: like old mate (laughs) cockpit knees with his um with his soy hatred and his awkwardness but might be here because it's slightly more comfortable than admitting to not liking almond milk
0: oh that's true Mm. or soy
1: or soy yeah
0: it's always bad for you though the
1: next sorry (laughs) camera
0: the next motivation was the love motivation and this reflects the motivation to use Tinder to find a long-term committed relationship, uh-huh. which is also a psychosocial need. Uh, there's also the casual sex motivation. I think that one speaks for itself, and uh-huh. that is a physical need. The self-worth validation motivation. This is using Tinder to receive positive feedback about your appearance, which makes you feel more confident and happy and validated. Okay, yeah. And then there's the thrill of excitement motivation. And this
1: is that will I, will I or won't I catch something? <laughs> yes.
0: Hmm, chlamydia Sif? <laughs> uh, and this is all about the rush and kick associated with the app. And finally, lastly, there is the trendiness motivation. Using it simply because it's trendy and you want to fit into that trendiness. Mm-hmm. So they ran all these really complex statistics on there that I've never heard of before. <laughs> and let me tell you what they found. I'm okay. Excited. So firstly, they concluded that uh, adults most often use Tinder for the excitement and because it is a cool new app. Okay. It's really not that new, but this was published this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's so indicating the like low trendiness of the researchers. Yes, but the high trendiness of the app (laughs) which is apparently why people use it. Um, I actually wonder, and this might go on a bit of a tangent, whether Mm -hmm. the researchers themselves Like, downloaded it and had to go go at swiping on Tinder, just for the purposes of science. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I imagine so. Uh,
1: Yeah, no, no, it's got nothing to do with any of this. This, What, kicks? (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, it's for science. Uh, Certainly not casual sex. No. (laughs)
0: Only 18% of us have even had a (laughs) one-night (laughs) stand. Bullshit. Anyway, go on. And furthermore, Tinder was most often used to find a steady relationship rather than merely sexual encounters. So, love greater than sex on Tinder.
1: I think people would report that, regardless of whether or not it was true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, it it does appear that um, love is more often sought on Tinder than casual sex. And Mm -hmm. Tinder was least often used for ease of communicating with others through the app. So, people didn't use Tinder because they were socially awkward. Okay. And couldn't meet in real life.
1: Okay, sweet. Mm. So, so, hold on. So, essentially, dating app used for dating. <laughs> That's where no, we got to. Yes. <laughs> right. So, yeah. test of sphericity and stuff. Super important. Well, they
0: all went a very long way to find this out. Yeah, I assume yeah. <laughs> it's like reading Greek. <laughs> Do you reckon the Greeks are really offended by that? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, we it's can read it. Age fine. old phrase. Yeah, and they're like, well, it's really easy to read. <laughs> there's no problem. <laughs> what are you saying? Don't <laughs> no, well, don't make it racist.
1: Came off kind of it Italian. Was very Italian. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I do love though that like maybe maybe these tests, or these like statistical tests, are actually really simple. They're like, mm, we added two numbers together. We can't just call it adding. We've got to come up with some rotational
0: sphericity. Cronbacks. (laughs) We added, we formed a (laughs) cronback. Do age and gender differences affect Tinder motivations? Was the second research question. And what they found was that men reported a higher casual sex, ease of communication, and thrill of excitement motivation than women. Okay. Hmm. So I guess that means that men are generally more socially inept and would prefer talking to women online and they're also dogs and <laughs> are out for casual sex more than women
1: or, or it might just reflect on how and they're out for kicks apparently well yeah mm. it might just reflect as well on how society's conditioned men and women to think about themselves and their relationships and what they should be brave enough to report mm. perhaps, I don't know That's a, I haven't done any man over sphericity <laughs> statistical analysis. Well, then you're not qualified to talk about it <laughs> no I'm not
0: <laughs> So the third thing that they wanted to find out, which I said at the beginning, mm-hmm. was how are Tinder motivations related to Tinder use and outcomes? Yep. So whether they had a one-night stand, went on a date, how frequently they used it. So Tinder was most often used by adults who used the app to find a romantic partner or sex. So right. yes, the love motivation and the casual sex motivation were repping. <laughs> cool. So
1: so people use dating, site for dating more than they use it just to make themselves feel good is essentially where we're sitting that's where we're at at the moment yeah okay yeah.
0: cool but they also did use it to feel better about themselves so the self-worth validation motive motive motivation, motivation <laughs> was positively correlated to tinder use also lightly because of the kicks as well it's all about them kicks yeah yeah um so tinder outcomes in the outcomes, the researchers showed that using Tinder for casual sex was positively related to meeting Tinder matches offline. Okay. Because I guess you can't have <laughs> yeah. sex with someone that you don't meet. No.
1: Well, you, you, there are some very specific fetish bars with downstairs dungeons and yep. walls and uh, holes in them.
0: It's very spiritual as well. <laughs> like, it's very oh, tantric. It? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. Of course, you kind of should meet someone
0: generally before you try sticking something into them. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, I think At least a cursory introduction. <laughs> Just a, hi, how are you? Yeah. you here for this? Yeah, yeah no, great. Yeah, cool. Not even a hi. Okay. <laughs> um, so this, this next bit's a bit funny. The motivation was somewhat, so the casual sex motivation was somewhat more strongly related to having a one-night stand.
1: <laughs> I'm here for a one-night stand, therefore
0: I am more likely to have a one-night stand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what science is this? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Furthermore, the love motivation was positively related with going on a date. Yeah. And using Tinder for the thrill of excitement as well. Okay, so people who were out there for love were more likely to go on a date, and people who were out there for the kicks were also more likely to go on a date.
1: Right. Yeah. Right, okay. So essentially... Exactly. We're still in the same spot at the moment. (laughs) Dating (laughs) app
0: used for dating. (laughs) People who seek casual sex get sex. (laughs) People who seek dates get dates. (laughs) Got it. So going on an offline date with a Tinder match was significantly predicted by two motivations. And that's love, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which we said just before. Um, But it was negatively correlated with ease of communication. So... Again, if you're like a socially inept person and you're afraid of talking to people in real life, you're, you're less, less likely, likely to go to on a date.
1: In real life. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's it. Those are the results that we got. Wow. So, how whelmed do you feel?
1: I'm incredibly whelmed. I hope that someone at like Tinder Inc. or something read this research and they're like, oh, fuck. This is not what we were going for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn it. What do you mean people are not ordering food? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <why is> this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe they just don't understand. Yeah, no, I'm very whelmed. There's no surprising stuff there. But, but it is still important
0: work, right? Right. Like, and I'm going I'm to tell you why it's important work mm-hmm. because we came to the end of this. Um, we found out that dating app used for dating, <coughs> yeah. people who want sex get sex. Um, but it's, it is actually incredibly important. Um, and let me tell you why. Go. So, Tinder has been suggested to affect people's romantic and sexual lives sometimes in a very undesirable way. For example, increased experiences of sexual harassment and an increased risk for STIs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Obvies. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So learning why individuals use these applications is a first step to organise prevention efforts that may combat these potential adverse outcomes. Mm -hmm. So even though the outcome is or the results are particularly whelming... They are. Its, imp- its importance is understated. Yeah, right, yeah. because because you
1: can't make big, sweeping government or pol- policy and health decisions yeah. based on nothing. No, even if it's not based on anecdote. Completely whelming. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. need
0: something that says... You do need some solid yeah. research. And as, as I said at the beginning, this is the kind of science that I love. Mm-hmm. It's science that is relevant to maybe not all of us because maybe we don't all use Tinder, but definitely a huge chunk of us. And even though it's very small, it's not very big and but it's not too small. It's <laughs> just right. <laughs> 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 it's incredibly relevant to our everyday lives. And the scientific method used in the study was particularly elegant. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they covered all their bases. Um, and, think, and
1: all of the statistics options. Yep. Covered, like everyone they covered every th- statistical option. Yeah.
0: Maybe they just went through the list and they were like, run that one, run that one, run that one. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) We've got funding for this shit. We may as well. This is the kind of science that I love. It's the kind of science that really shines through... Mm -hmm. Um, and I loved it, and I hope you loved it too. I did. I yeah. did. That was wonderful. Thank you for teaching me all about Tinder. Yeah, um, no worries no worries. Yeah. So
1: you found it particularly whelming? I did. I I thoroughly <laughs> yeah, whelmed. Thoroughly whelmed. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have I have no emotions one way or another regarding this research. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm not upset that it happened. Yeah. But I'm not exactly going to go and tell all my friends yeah, about it. Yeah. You're whelmed. Yeah. Just like when Goldilocks said. Uh, when she'd finished thieving from the bears, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did find that porridge, which was utterly whelming. <laughs> just, just very, very. It was yeah. just right. Nothing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, I actually find that story incredibly uncomfortable because oh. she literally broke into someone's house. She did. And slept in their beds. She, she did all like, of it's their not. Beds. It's not enough that she like if she was just hungry because she was like a. You know, a homeless woman who Mm -hmm. was in need of food. Like, fair enough, but.
1: No, still a crime. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Under the eyes of Lost. <laughs> but the fact that she slept in their beds, I find incredibly creepy. Yeah, yeah. Very, very Oh, much. She didn't it even is. have the courtesy to wash their sheets after. <laughs> Gross. She could have at least put them in for a quick spin. Yeah, you just <laughs> at least a <to> freshen up. <laughs> some deode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just some rixona for women, please. Well, that, if, if, if you've got
1: it to hand. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Otherwise, some Febreze. <laughs> just a nice little fresh linen for Yes.
0: Well, thank you for joining us, uh, Nate, from Communicating Science. Thanks very much for having me. No worries. (laughs) For for
1: not actually impacting my life at all. Yeah. (laughs) No no, no (laughs) worries. So if people want to find you on Facebook, how do they find you? Uh, so we're at CommuterSci, that's C-O-M-M-U-T-E-R-S-C-I. Oh, you have a Twitter as well? Uh, yeah, same handle.
0: Same handle, and you're also on
1: SoundCloud with your own podcast. Yeah, I am, yeah. just put up one episode, a little bit of a science history podcast, uh, a bit, bit of a different format from this, but um, I'm just having a play around and seeing what podcasting's like.
0: It's fine, isn't it? I like it, yeah. I like it. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for joining me on the second episode of Whelmed. Again, I hope you were thoroughly whelmed. Um, please like us on Facebook and we are also on iTunes now that finally happened awesome. it's a bit of a process <laughs> <It is. laughs> so if you, ever, if you ever find yourself on podcasts and iTunes, do look me up click subscribe, I'm still doing a few more episodes alright, until next time, catch up.